Welcome to the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. Today we are talking about taking care of your wellness. Your wellness is really a critical way of achieving your goals and ensuring your well-being. During the month of August, we're focused on wellness because it's National Wellness Month. Join us as we talk about what is wellness, explore three areas to focus on to increase your wellness, and let's get into a plan of action to increase wellness. Let's get started. I am so excited. We are coming up on our 100th episode of the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. Oh my gosh, it has been so exciting getting up to 100 episodes. On our 100th episode, it is going to be a special one because I want to focus on what you all want to focus on. It is going to be an extra special Ask Kim Anything episode of the podcast. So what I need you to do is to send me your questions. I have a link in the show notes to a document you can fill out, or you can send me an email at info at feedyoursoulunlimited.com or an Apple iTunes. Give me a review and ask your question. I look forward to answering your questions in our upcoming 100th episode. Welcome everyone to the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. I'm Kim McLaughlin, your host. I help people when they're feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, and overloaded, and it shows up in overeating and feeling really bad about yourself. Today, we have a great opportunity to talk about something that is really dear to my heart. And we're talking about National Wellness Month, the month of August is National Wellness Month, which means this is the time that we should be thinking more about how we take care of our wellness. And so we're going to talk about that today because, you know, food is where the problems show up at for us, but it's not where the problems start because it's all the other things wrapped around food. So what I find is that taking care of our wellness and achieving our goals, doing our wellness as a way of achieving our goals is super important. And so it reminds me that there are things that we have to do literally on a daily basis that helps us foster and keep that wellness going and keep that wellness in in a a high vibration, a high spot. So I was looking right here, I have the uh, definition of wellness. And and the Oxford Dictionary says, wellness is the state of being in good health, especially as an actively pursued goal. And that really made me think because that made me think that it was more about physical health. I guess there's so much for me wrapped up in uh, the idea of physical health, because that's what we talk about here. And to me, that translates often into dieting. So I thought, I don't think that's what wellness is about at all. I think it's a deeper, more nuanced kind of thing that we want to look at. So I decided that if we're looking at the state of being in good health, then what does health mean? And so what Oxford said was a condition in which someone or something is thriving or doing well. Ah, I like that. So when we're focused on our wellness, we're focused on doing something that leads us to thrive and to do well. And I think it really encompasses the idea of body, mind, and spirit. And when you look even deeper into wellness, it totally matches with the idea of 
how wellness is about how do we take care of ourselves. So I wanted to focus on some things actually that we don't normally talk about on this podcast, which is interesting to me that I'm going to share some things that are a little bit new that we haven't gone over. The first we've gone over a lot. So the first part of wellness when I think about it is self-care. How are you taking care of yourself? How are you taking care of your overall well-being? And it can be kind of like a a meme kind of experience. What is your self-care? What is your self-care? And I want us to look at that in really more of a deeper way that it really goes beyond the idea of having a pedicure or a manicure, or a massage, that those are things that I think get put in the category of self-care. But when we're, when we're talking about wellness, I think it's more of, it's more nuanced and really what fits for you. And that made me think about self-care, made me think about like, what is going on now that could Uh, get in the way of our self-care. And for me, it's about kids going back to school. We're right in August in our area. Early August is when all the kids in our area start going back to school. And my daughter is no exception. What I found is that when she transitioned from, uh, you know, in June from going to school to being out of school, my schedule changed because there were a lot of things I needed to do or I chose to do to take care of her during the summer and to be available for her needs. And now that we're moving into school time, the schedule has changed again. Her schedule has changed, but also my schedule has changed. And that for me fits in my wellness because and and self-care because I had to reevaluate. I literally looked up, I have my schedule right here, my calendar. Like, how am I going to have my calendar reflect what I need? Reflect what I need in terms of my business, but also reflect what I need in terms of my self-care. So that was been very interesting to me in terms of self-care that the thing that I found for right now that I want to focus on my schedule and reimagining my schedule. I've been fitting in in the morning some more self-care than I had before, and I'm really liking it. So it uh, it's really, um, for me, something that I want to continue to look at, like in self-care in general. But then in terms of that for right now, with going back to school, it's about the schedule. So I would encourage you to look at like, what are my self-care tools right now? And is anything changing? I find that as the seasons change, as the months change, there are different things that we need in terms of our self-care. August is a different month in terms of my self-care as opposed to June, right? Going back to school is a to ending school time. So I just want to put that out that this is the time to reimagine your self-care and what might that look like moving beyond the kind of normal ideas of getting a, a pedicure or a manicure. Not that those are bad. It's just, I think we want to do a deeper look. So I would really encourage you to take that deeper look and, and really start wondering, what do I need in terms of my self-care, which then shows up in better wellness. 
right? So we've talked about that a lot in other podcasts. So you can uh, look at that a little further if if you want us to go a little deeper into that. The second area that I found in terms of wellness that I think is really important that we don't talk about here is nutrition. And I am a psychotherapist by training. I am not a nutritionist. I know about and much about nutrition as anybody else who reads a magazine and and looks on Google for things. But I was thinking about in terms of nutrition, that's that mind, body, spirit, right? Um, I think self-care matches mind, body, spirit really well. Nutrition matches that body need. And what the imagining or the wondering what are the foods that I need for my overall health and wellness. I was just talking with a um a client about intuitive eating and the need for gentle nutrition and that what we want to do is have nutrition that feels good in our body that takes care of us that doesn't feel hard and and that's where I think we get caught up in the dieting mindset of it's got to look a certain way. It's got to have so many calories. It's got to be a certain amount of macros and that we get tied into that. And what I like about intuitive eating that in terms of nutrition, it becomes what feels good in my body. And that can be really hard because we get the idea that we have to challenge ourselves or make this massive plan about our nutrition when generally my body kind of knows what it needs and wants if I really listen to it. And that if I'm really centered in my body, I know what I need and that I don't need to have an external diet tell me what to do. I do find that for my body, for me, Kim, that there's a certain amount of need for, um, I'm finding more about my protein and just what gives me energy. This is what I was talking with a client about. It was about when we have low energy, we can look at uh, sleep and rest, but also what is your food like? Are you eating food that energizes you, that gives you energy to do the things you need to do? I found that a lot of times when I was dieting, I really ate foods that didn't have a lot of nutrition. I ate things for the calories, but not the nutrition that my body needed to do the things it needed to do. So this, when we're looking at wellness in terms of nutrition, this is a great time to wonder, am I eating foods that are nutritious? Am I eating foods that really take care of my body? And that's what happens when we go into intuitive eating, that it's not about just sometimes people think that it's about just eat whatever you want, eat all the time, eat everything, eat all the candy. It's like, well, yes, you can if you want, or if your body says that's what you need, I would be highly surprised if you really took a deep look inside of your body and and found what is it I really need. And that our bodies will tell us and our bodies will know what they need and and what we need to eat. And that's how I know that I'm not dieting is when I check in with my body and go, what does my body really want? What do I really need? What will give me energy to do the things I need to do? And let's do that. And I love the idea of gentle nutrition because it's not a forceful 
idea. It's not a have to. It's really more up to you. And this can be hard because we've had we've all grown up with all of these ru- rules about food or anytime we're on a diet, we know the certain rules that we're supposed to follow. And if we follow them, then we're doing right by the diet. And gentle nutrition means looking inside. And this is the thing I think that requires a little bit more um, look at it. And this is where in our emotional eating solutions, in our program, we talk about this and and have actual ways that's far beyond what we can go over in the podcast about how to look at food differently. But if you're really struggling, I think you might want to look at emotional eating solutions because it's a way of learning how to eat in a way that is connected to your body. So just notice what what do I need to do for my body? What is my nutrition? What is necessary? And and go with that. Um, the other thing I was thinking of as I was talking to somebody earlier about the idea of food is that there often is a pattern of food of when our nutrition is... Um, when our body is wanting it. And it's just paying attention to what your body needs and what your want body wants. And I know that that it can sound kind of airy because I'm not telling you eat this much food, eat only this kind of food, do this thing. I'm giving you permission to check inside and wonder what is it my body needs right now without limitations and just going, what does my body need? What does my body need? And then start when you're feeling hungry and end when you're feeling satisfied. So that's the thing. Um, if that feels daunting to you, it it probably is time for you to check out the um, Emotionally Eating Solutions program because we, we go into this really deeply about how to figure out what's your right foods and how do you manage a day with food when it can feel very difficult when you don't have a diet to follow. And so that would equal more wellness. Having good nutrition, nutrition that fits for you is another way to move into wellness. The third way to move into wellness is to look at your movement. And once again, this is another thing we don't talk too much here because there are so many things for us to go over around intuitive eating and leaving out the diet and ending emotional eating that I don't always talk about movement because... It's one of those things that's hard to get to. And I find it's always um, last on the list, but I want to bring it up in terms of wellness because for me, movement is a vital part of my wellness, a vital part of my wellness. And movement, I, I like to use the term movement. I don't like to use the term exercise. Exercise reminds me of what I'm supposed to do when I'm on a diet. I like movement and I like the idea of gentle movement, which is what we call it in intuitive eating, because it's it's about not having to do things in a hard way, but having to do things or or doing things that fit for your body on that day at that moment. So I want to have you just wonder, what could I start doing for our my movement? our bodies. We live in a physical body, which means there's a need for some kind of movement, some kind of movement every day. And I don't want to fall into this ableist kind of look that everybody needs to do it where your heart is pounding and you're having 
um, you know, your heart's beating and you're sweating and you're uncomfortable. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about how do we start moving our bodies in a way that feels good and creates more energy and creates more wellness. And hear me loud and clear, this is not about dieting or losing weight. This is where I always got confused about exercise. Exercise was always connected to diet. I dieted, I had to exercise. When I stopped dieting, I stopped exercising. What I love about gentle movement is this is something I do every day. I want to move my body. I want to be more centered in my body. I want to use all those good nutrients that I give myself when I eat and use it in a way, use it in my movement. So I find that this is really important. And I just want to encourage you to find something that you can do. It could be stretching. If any of you are watching, I'm on YouTube right now, that if you're watching me, I'm doing stretching movements with my shoulders and my arms. This is movement. Looking at what is your form of movement. I think one of the easy ones is just walk around. If that's not able for you, then do some stretching. Do seat stretching in your seat just to get some movement going on, whatever level fits for you, do that. I have been really focused on my movement for quite a lot of years. And I have really had to move out out of the idea of exercise and diet and having to get sweat and how many calories did I burn and how many points did I earn from exercising into just leaning into movement for movement's sake. And it took me a long time. And I got to say, there's people in lots of spaces that talk about movement in a way that I just have to turn it off. I can't listen to it. So I really get if you're feeling like you don't want to even listen to this. But I do know that we have to move our bodies in some way. What I have been doing is um, going regularly for quite a few years to a gym that I've, once again, I've been going into it for a lot of years. And I started doing um, weightlifting. I had learned that as we age, we need to have more muscle, um, that that's a good way to have more flexibility and more strength. And that's what I've been doing. So I focus on my movement in a way that that is working those muscles. And that's what works for me. And at this moment, I find it fun. If I don't find it fun, I'm not going to do it. Because if I'm going to pay money to go to a gym to have somebody work out with me, I want to do it in a way that feels like fun. So there are certain things that they do at my gym. I just don't like it. I don't go for it because it's not my thing. I don't want to. So I focus on my movement. Most days, I find something to do that is movement-based, not because I want to lose weight, but because I want to remain flexible. I want my body to be fully engaged. I want my wellness to increase. So when we're talking about wellness, I'm giving you three ideas about how to move into more wellness during August, the National Wellness Month. But really at any point in time, I was almost thinking of just doing this podcast on wellness on a different month because I don't want you to think just during the month of August that you should be doing this. This should be something, should. This is something that I choose to do 
all the time. And when I engage in more self-care, when I engage in eating in a nutritious way, uh, a way that really feeds my soul and fuels my body, I'm feeling better. And also when I engage in movement that feeds my soul and fuels my body, I feel more well. I feel more alive. I feel more in charge of my life. And we're back to the definition of wellness. It's a state of being in good health. What is health? A condition in which you're thriving and doing well. So that's what we want with our wellness is to thrive and to do well. I know that this doesn't happen every day and that there are some days where depression and anxiety take over. But what I know is that every day, if we're practicing some form, practicing some form of wellness, it will increase. And the days where I don't feel so good, I'm a little bit better than I was the day prior when I didn't feel so good. So it all builds on itself, focusing on self-care, nutrition, movement, really promotes that wellness path that you're on. And that's why you're listening. So doable for this week, what can be a small step you can take towards your wellness? Is it something around self-care? Is it something around nutrition, water? Is it something around some gentle movement to help your body feel more well and feel more enlivened? And then I find as my body feels better, my brain works better. And the wellness that mind, body, spirit just kind of flows. And I just experience more wellness in my life on the outside, but I also experience it more inside on the inside. So I encourage you to try some form of wellness, go into the Feed Your Soul community on Facebook and let us know what are you doing? What kind of wellness are you engaging in? I also want to remind you that we're coming up on our hundredth episode and we have a link in the show notes for you to ask your question. It's ask him anything is going to be the episode, the 100th episode. And I'm so excited to have that opportunity to talk with all of you and to answer questions. So please, please, please uh, fill out the form, send me an email on um, what you want me to answer. And I am looking forward to answering your questions. Thank you for joining us on the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. I look forward to talking with you later. Bye, everyone.